Hello, and how do you do? This is the Cutting Edges podcast, where we make sense in the world of mess, which we like to call the world of web series. I'm Yuval, and you're listening to a new episode of our international podcast, in which we talk to web series creators from all around the world. Today, we have the pleasure of hosting not one, but two web series creators, Martin Landmetters and Caroline Taillet, the creators of La Theorie du Why, or in English, The Why Theory. Martin and Caroline are based in Brussels, where Martin has directed several music videos and shorts, while Caroline created and directed a play on which the web series is based. Hi, Caroline. How are you? Hello. Uh, I'm good. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> great, great. And Martin, how are you? Hi, hello. Uh, I'm great as well. <laughs> good, fantastic. All right, guys. So let's get to it. We'll start from our first, from our first question, which is a very basic and even a silly question, but it, it's not obvious when approaching a web series. So tell me, how did you get to cooperate and create a web series? Well, actually, it was a long process. So as you said, the uh, web series was first a play that uh, I was playing. And uh, we had the opportunity to work for the public uh, broadcasting channel here in Belgium, who launched a competition three years ago. They launched a web series competition. So uh, they, we had to um, send a file and they selected five projects on files. Uh, they selected us. And so we got... Uh, 10,000 euros to make a, a, a pilot. Pilot, pilot episode and then the public had to vote so there were five episodes uh, five pilots made for five different projects and the public had to choose between those five uh, projects and we won so we had the opportunity to have more money to create the whole season so we really I think we are lucky because we are based in a country that helps uh, people uh, making web series so that's why so I was first doing my uh, my play and then when I had the idea to become a web series I uh, asked Marta to work with me because I didn't have any experience concerning uh, cinema directing. directing image and so on so that's why we worked together I was more dealing with actors and text and so and he was more dealing with uh, aesthetic things Cool. And did you know each other from before, from school or from the same uh, group of people? We met in the university. Uh, we are very close friends. Mm-hmm. Yes. We, we studied at the same school, uh, but not the same thing. I studied acting while Martin was And I st- studied uh, multimedia, special effects, editing, graphic design, stuff like that. Which school mm-hmm. is it? It's called, it's called uh, IAD, so in French it's Institut des Arts de Diffusion. It's a cinema school. It's a cinema school, yeah, in Belgium. Okay. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Okay, that sounds great. Now, I'm curious to ask, you said that the show, well, the show is an adaptation of a play that, Caroline, that you wrote. Mm. Uh, and I'm curious to know, what did you have when you made this uh, adaptation from a play to a web series? What changed when you had to modify or did you have to modify things when you change it into the digital form? Uh, well, yes, actually we had to. Um, uh, first of all, in the play we had four actors who were playing, each was playing 
seven or eight characters, and that's something that's a, a code of theater that you cannot really use in film, or you can choose to do that, but it's really strange. So we had to cast more actors, uh, obviously, because in theater you can play uh, 50 years old, even if you're 20, but it's not the same on screen. So we changed that, and also the story. Yeah, the story of the, the play was uh, 10 years of the life of uh, Anna, And in the web series, it's only a few months. So we had to adapt the story and make it shorter. Um, so it changed almost everything. It's yeah. about bisexuality. And in the play, we can follow the girl from eight years old to 25. But in a film, we would have had to cast 10, act 10 different actresses to, to play the same role of the girl growing up. So we decided, okay, she's going to be 25. The is actually 25. And she discovers her bisexuality at that age. So that changed everything. And we had to fit also in the uh, the form of web series, which was for us 10, 11 episodes of seven minutes. And so it changed everything in terms of narration. Mm -hmm. So what basically was left from the original story? Um, well, the theme, the feeling, some scenes we could keep uh, some sentences we kept and yeah the whole story actually is uh, inspired from a true story in my story so well we kept we kept the yes the story the feeling some of the characters were there no it was uh, yeah I, I I don't know how to how, if I can say how many persons were kept the same I mean maybe half of it or mm. but it's Yeah, it's more the, the tone also. We tried to deal with bisexuality, but not being too serious about that, to give lessons. Uh, and I think that's also something that was important to keep. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. Okay. Also, the okay. stereotypes, we wanted to deal with stereotypes because there are a lot of uh, stereotypes around bisexuality. And that was really, that's maybe one of the main reasons why we decided to talk about that. And so that's something we kept really uh, in other characters' heads and minds, but we wanted to tackle stereotypes. Mm -hmm. And why did you choose a specific format of it? Right? It's uh, 11, you said it's 10 episodes, right? 11 uh, pilot and 10 episodes. What's their uh, average duration of each episode? Uh, it's about seven minutes per yeah. episode. Why choosing these numbers? Was it something that was dictated by the, by RTBF or is it something that you felt? Yeah, yeah. it was it was the, the rule of the, the competition. Mm -hmm. We didn't decide. We didn't it. decide, but actually... I, I feel like it's maybe better if it's imposed. So, okay, we have this form, we have to enter in it. And yes, from rules, sometimes it's easier to create because if everything is open, I don't know how we would have decided. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, and going back to the theme, what you talk about, bis bisexuality, what made you think that this subject would appeal to an audience online? Because you got, I'm assuming, it sounds... Um, I don't know, was the play a successful play? Did you get good feedback about it? Yes, we've been playing it for uh, four years now in Belgium. We're still playing it. Maybe we're going to France this summer. So, yes, I think it has been successful because it's a subject that nobody talks about and a lot of people feel concerned. And it also uh, speaks to homosexual people. And uh, actually, the play, we play it mostly for uh, young people, uh, for schools. And we go to, to them and then we talk with them about that and 
uh, even if in Belgium we are quite okay with those questions, there are still a lot of homophobia and biphobia, so there is uh, still a work that needs to be done. And uh, being online, well, it gives us, um, being a web series, we could talk more freely about uh, sexual orientation, even if it's not like shocking and sex scenes, there are a bit of them, but well, it went on TV, so it's okay. But yes, we had uh, more freedom to do it being online. That's uh, maybe that's why uh, we decided to make a web series because yes, uh, people are uh, yeah are used to see more openness. Uh, web series maybe are more crazy, more open-minded. That's our feeling. And also uh, in Belgium, we have a, a feeling that young people don't watch television anymore and maybe they find more content on the internet and it goes for young people. It's really, well, well the, the age when you ask yourself those questions is about being a teenager and a young people. So that's why I think our audience is on the internet. It's interesting that you say that, that um, there's something more free and more open online because it's not as if because a lot of the popular um, TV and networks are also also have a lot of content online and now with all the streaming giants that are supposed to enter to the internet like uh, Disney and Warner Brothers and all those people they basically are also entering this domain which is um, supposedly much more free it's interesting to think that basically it's not that the internet is necessarily more free maybe it's the audience or the most yeah. yeah, audience yeah. online, which is the one who's more open. We know that our web series, because it's made by a television channel, uh, it was uh, it was hard for them to make it to broadcast it on television because people from television didn't want that didn't want to show us something about bisexuality on television. Actually, and they, they did it, but it was during the night, like at 11 p.m. Yes, <laughs> when all the people are asleep. Well, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I see. Um, cool. So let's talk a bit about RTBF. Can you explain what is RTBF and when did it become, well, you, you already said when it became part of the project, or maybe you can add what is RTBF and what was their input in their project? How involved were they in the development, in the production, in the post-production, in the distribution? Yeah, uh, RTBF stands for uh, Radio et Télévision Belge Francophone, this uh, French-speaking Belgian radio and television. Uh, so it's really the public podcasting channel. And they have been uh, making web series for about 10 years. They started slowly, but now it's been 10 years. So I think... They are one of the pioneers in the, in that domain, so that's really great. And for five years, I think. Yeah, maybe they, they do every every year this uh, this, this competition, competition about web series. Mm -hmm. Now I think it's every two years, but they they started yeah three four years ago to do that. Um, yeah. And yeah, they they give the money, and that's really something great. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, well, they not so much. Uh, present in the creation. They give feedbacks for uh, uh, the scenario two or three times while we were writing. But they push uh, us to be very free and yeah, creative. And, and open. Yeah. And also on the editing, they... Yes, they, 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 they give feedbacks a few times. Uh, what was hard is uh, that the competition was... Uh, we had six months when we knew that uh, we had 
one and uh, we had six months to do it all and to give it back to the uh, TBF. So it was really short to, uh, to do it all, to write and to register and to edit. Uh, and the, yeah, they really, for us, it was really important that we respect the deadlines and sometimes it was really hard, but still, uh, they let us do what we wanted. Yeah. Yeah. They also want to launch young creators. So that's what's great about that. So, um, the show is available both on Ovio, which is some sort of a streaming service as well as on YouTube. I'm curious to know, how did you approach the promotion of the show? And did you get to international audiences? Did you have access to the analytics of your show? Yeah, we had uh, uh, a lot of uh, fans in, in the international. Like they, we are v- very surprised because uh, in the beginning of the release, mm-hmm. uh, they, um, some people uh, decided to, to do subtitles, English subtitles. And they send it to the channel uh, on, YouTube. on YouTube. Yeah, so it's uh, it's make it. Yeah, it made it uh, accessible yeah. for more people. That was really great for us. Mm-hmm. And we also have a lot of comments, comments in uh, in English or in other languages that we don't understand. <laughs> Not so much, but people are uh, sometimes writing, please. Uh, Spanish titles or so. Well, for now, we only have English and Dutch, but yeah, we hope that most people can understand uh, English titles. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we don't really know the numbers of how many people saw it in Belgium and outside Belgium, but we know that a lot of people saw it outside Belgium. Mm-hmm. And yes, it went on uh, LGBT channels on YouTube, and so that's how also it has been seen by more people. We also had a lot of reviews from uh, other countries. And we know that uh, if you count uh, all the views from the 11 episodes, we have more than 2 million views. So it's a lot. And we have 5 million in French-speaking Belgium, so it's not all from Belgium. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That sounds amazing. So you were saying, I'm trying to restructure it. So you said it was launched on Ovio and on YouTube. And what you did in order to promote is that you... um, uh, you promoted it using different um, media um, channels, like whether it's a YouTube channel or it's an article that was written about the show. Am I right? Uh, no, no, no. I just said about the YouTube channels that there are some LGBT uh, channels that... Um, they create playlists. They uh, create playlists and so the web series... Mm. Uh, the, but from, about promotion... Uh, uh, I don't really know. Yes, we, we made promotion in Belgium. Well, also we, on Facebook. The, also you can Facebook. find the episode on, on Facebook also. But, um, but then, no, the festivals, the international festival helped us as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we, we I don't think, well, the RTBF uh, made most of the promotion, so we are not really aware of all of that. Mm-hmm. But we, I don't think they wanted it to go international. They're Mission is to speak to, to Belgian people, so I think they tried more to connect to young people in Belgium. And then maybe, the, actually, it was the first of their web series to be on YouTube. Uh, their previous web series, were, yes, they were only on Ovio, that's the player of the channel, only accessible in Belgium, I think. Mm-hmm. And so they decided, okay, we're going to take a risk and we're going to put it on YouTube as well. And now they say that they this worked and it, doesn't, it didn't affect the views on Ovio because uh, both Ovio and YouTube helped each other and 
helps the project become bigger and so we had more views on Ovio and on YouTube. Interesting. That's very interesting to hear that they didn't like that Ovio and YouTube actually assisted each other instead of like, you would think yeah. that they would probably take views from each other. Yeah. Well, that's what they concluded. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's very interesting. And are you satisfied with the amount of, of, of um, audience that you reached to? Yeah, 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 really. Yeah, yeah. For the RTBF, it's their most successful project so far. So uh, it's really great for us and for them. And for us as well, I, I think we didn't have any expectations because it's our first web series and, uh, and yes, one of, of our first projects. So, yes, we are more than satisfied. It's really great to have comments from all around the world and have viewers and our and so so yeah it's really happy with that mm-hmm. what's the best feedback that you received we we had a very very good um, article from uh, france uh, from uh, liberation uh, mm-hmm. it's a french newspaper, french newspaper but it's yeah. well known so that was really yeah and it made us yes it, it, it helped us being seen in france and uh, but being more about uh uh, more emotional about feedbacks. We have sometimes people who send us uh, personal messages saying, okay, uh, uh, I recognize myself in your character and I had never seen any fiction about that subject and no, I'm not that I'm not crazy and that I'm not alone and thank you for doing that. And that's also something really great to, to read and to hear. And it depends, not a lot, but sometimes uh, it's really great. And what was like uh, not a positive feedback that you received? Did you get did you get any like negative feedback as well? Uh, not that much, but sometimes. Uh, well, we, as we said, we uh, we talk about a subject that is not often uh, tackled in fiction, and we also have a kind of responsibility about that because in Belgium it's maybe one of the only uh, LGBT projects so we uh, show people that are not often represented and maybe some of them don't feel represented but we decided okay we represent the way we know and people we know and the way we feel this world is and so yes we cannot please everybody but I don't think we had really cruel critics about that but Maybe one or two people said, okay, it doesn't look like the gay bar I'm going in or those things that, okay, well, we're not going to the same gay bars or <laughs> that kind of thing, but not, not too harsh. Yeah, well, but and the haters going to hate, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Okay, okay, cool. Now I have uh, almost the last question. What do you think from your experience in this world of creating a web series, and I'm assuming you got to learn a bit about a web series in different places, maybe I'm wrong, um, but from dealing with this world and creating a web series, being an interaction with an audience online, learning about web festivals, about the web series community around the world. What do you think lies in the future for this plat- for this format? And are you planning on creating a new series in the future? Um, well, uh, we can say now it's official that we're going to make a second season of uh, this web series of the yeah. white girl. Uh, yes, it uh, it took us time to find the foundings, but the channel, the RTBF, uh, agreed to help us. And well, we tried to to find other foundings, and it took time. But we're gonna we're gonna make it. So that's the 
for us it's great uh, and uh, about the future of web series well uh, uh, I think it's a really really great tool and uh, it gives the opportunity to, to a lot of people to, to create some things maybe they couldn't do uh, in an, another way and to be seen by a lot of people that's a great opportunity and internet definitely is uh, a great opportunity for that uh, but maybe something that's uh, hard is that People expect from a web series more and more and they expect us to be, uh, well, to have a quality as good as a series. But uh, sometimes and often without the same foundings or without foundings. And so about quality, it's sometimes hard. And I think what would be great for the future of web series is to have more foundings <laughs> and to, yes, to have more of that. And to uh, it, it should be considered as a series uh, or as well, in terms of uh, needs of production and so on. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Martin, I'm curious to hear what you think. Uh, no, I think the same. I think people have the, have the, the idea of uh, web is cheap because the, the beginning of the web series was um, people who wanted to create their own uh, projects yeah, by, by, by themselves. And so people have this idea of Web is a bit cheap, but actually, as Caroline just said, yeah, the quality of the, the web series that you can find on YouTube is really gr- great. So um, we need money <laughs> as the other as TV series is. and the other production. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Okay, guys, it was really, really interesting to talk to you. Is there anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Uh, no, no. Uh, thank you for having us. It's really great for us to to be heard by uh, by the world and uh, yes we would, we would we will really like we will like to to listen to the other interviews you made and to learn about yeah. uh, other experiences from uh, other creators that's really a great uh, initiative that you took thank you thank you very much so uh, we'll upload this uh, podcast and we'll also attach a link to the to your show on youtube so everyone around the world can see it Maybe also too obvious, so our Belgian listeners, although I don't know how many of them we have, I will be able to to watch it also on that platform. I want to thank you very, very much. Uh, It was a great, great pleasure. Uh, And have an awesome day. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye -bye. Bye. Have a nice day.